because uh, it's only television, but actually I think speaks of a deeper malaise in Russia as well. Hmm. Now, of course, the premise of reality shows is that it's all it, it, it's not scripted. I mean, this is stuff that's really happening to people. You know, various people are thrown in together and you kind of see what comes of that. I could imagine that maybe there was some suspicion about that. I mean, whether were these shows actually unscripted? The ones I worked on were. That's maybe part of the reason they failed. But um, in Russia, there's a very, very old cynicism from Soviet times about television. Because in Soviet times, television was purely about propaganda. I mean, it was just such blatant lies that it was, you know, nobody believed it. So there's always a cynicism about what goes on on television and whether television is a trusted medium. Unlike in the West, where however cynical we are, it's still sort of a friend. So Russians are very, very jaded about TV. So, um... The audience is already skeptical. Then there's another problem with making reality in Russia, and that's the producers. Because when you tell them, look, you know, this is all, this is reality-based, you know, you have to sort of cast the characters and produce them. They're like, no, there's no way you can do this. People can't have freedom. You must script everything. And there's this terror of freedom, which, again, I think, you know, sort of reflected the politics of the time, um, where sort of, you know, democracy was being rolled back very, very strongly in Russia. And the Kremlin was inventing something called sovereign democracy, which is basically democracy without the democracy bit, where everything is scripted. And so, yeah, there was this overall terror of letting things be and, and, and a freedom. And um, that made making it virtually impossible because, you know, you'd make it and, the, and a very skeptical audience would say, but this isn't real. And they were right. So reality shows never took off in Russia the way they took off in the West. Hmm. What about the news shows? How were decisions made? And was it real news? I mean, were there different uh, viewpoints presented? Uh, No. I mean, it's all about the enemy. Uh, It's all about identifying the enemy. They're out there without ever saying who they are. So that's the thing. That's a Kremlin policy. You know, that's a very old Soviet policy. They like to give this illusion that they're giving sort of uh, something about Russia and something about the world. So you can often start... With a typical news, I will start with, you know, we have problems in Russia. Let's say we have an economic problem. It's terrible, but uh, we'll deal with it. The next piece of news will be the economic problems in Britain are much worse. So we're all right here in Russia because it's much worse over there. Then there's always something with Putin, the prime minister, doing something heroic. It sort of follows this sort of like, you know, chapter by chapter breakdown every time. You say another tactic was uh, to have the president uh, or to have Putin meet uh, at a table with all the governors. And uh, you describe it almost like uh, Marlon Brando and the Godfather. You have to understand, uh, Russia in the 90s was completely and utterly dominated by gangsters. They were the most successful people in society. They were the richest people in society. They were sort of the sexiest guys in society. And the people around Putin complete, you know, his PR guys, they completely understand that for Putin to be successful, for his image to work, he needs to act like a gangster because that's, you know, that's what success is in Russia. And, And so that sort of defines the way he speaks, the way they dress him. His usual dress is sort of a a black polo neck with a black jacket over. That's a typical, that's the way a Russian gangster would dress. The dark glasses, the expressions that he uses at press conferences. There's a very famous expression he used after a Chechen terrorist attack. is like, we will get the terrorists on the It's a real Don Corleone or even sort of a Scarface type phrase. You know, we'll go and get them when they're on the loose and blast their heads off. And also in, in, in the way he talks to his cabinet, he talks like a mafia leader putting down his lieutenants. It's just a style of presentation that's, that's sort of um, successful. Hmm. So that's why it's adopted. Now, you also write about some TV shows that they're actually quite successful, kind of a quasi-documentaries. Like there was one about mold. 
this was, I don't know if it's changed since then, it was the most expensive documentary in the history of Russian TV. It was very, very beautifully made, very, very expensive um, graphics. And it looked like a very sensible discovery or BBC nature documentary. And it was about the way mold is taking over the earth and that we're all under threat from evil mold and the mold will come and get us soon and your children will die. And when I first switched it on, uh, I thought it was a satire, but it wasn't. It was completely serious, hugely successful. You know, all these uh, old grannies were running around sort of the next day shrieking about how the mold is coming to get them. Yeah, and so that was um, that was very, very, very strange. Wasn't there another very popular documentary uh, about the psychic powers of the government? Yeah, that was hilarious. That was called um, The Call of the Void. And basically, it alleged that the government had... And this is completely serious again. I mean, I thought it was a satire. It wasn't. It was completely serious, in prime time, produced by a, a ministry.